Okay. We're, we are back. We're back. And glad to be back. Where did we where did we leave off, Pastor? Um chapter twenty. Right. Verse four. So we were talking about uh what John saw in heaven the the the, the beheaded for People, the, the beheaded believers. Yeah, they were had be, be were they were beheaded for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God, which which had not worshipped the beast, neither his image, neither had received his mark upon their foreheads or in their hands, and they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. Wow. But look at this. They did what? They beheaded people who would not receive the mark of the beast or worship his image? Well, that, that would be a lot of people, number one. And I, I don't know, I guess we'd have to ask ourselves, uh, I mean, evidently beheading is very efficient. You know, it, it, it's instant death. It, well, it is, but I mean, beheadings like that would would probably be, you know, they'd have to be done on a mass scale and, and probably within a reasonable amount of time, you, you would think. And the, and it was not just to get rid of the believers. Right. It was to scare those who were forced to witness. That's right. You yeah. see, if you don't stand in line, if you don't receive the mark, yeah. if you don't worship his image, uh -huh. here's what's going to happen yeah. to you. Now, it's not happened in America. Not it, yet. It's, it's happened in... Uh, it happened in Rome. They they used a chopping block and a sword, and 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 it happened during the French Revolution. Um, right. Yeah, you might remember names uh, Robespierre and uh, yeah, and yeah, Napoleon yeah. Bonaparte. That's right. And if you know your history, you know that there were many people guillotined. Many. Back in those Very, days. Yeah, quite a few. But ask yourself. Most of our listeners are in the United States, continental right. United States. Well, yes, yes. We're, we're, we're being heard in eight foreign countries as we yes, speak, by yes, the way. And uh, and in something like, what, 20-some states? 30. 30 states. All right. So, anyway, what we're going to ask you people in America, do, do you think that this could not happen in America? Do you think that martial law could never be proclaimed in America? I think that many Americans have always kind of been nonchalant about this kind of thing because they figured it would never happen here. Okay. We're a free, constitutionally-minded people. But let's make this quick. You and I both saw a report. Yes, we did. Uh, we saw a report not too long ago, just a day or two ago. But it, the report itself was dated January the 6th. Okay. Wow. And that, that, that interesting. And it was, yeah. And it was, uh, the report was entitled, uh, and let me, let me look it up here real quick. Uh, while you're looking, I'll tell you that this report that we got is not necessarily confirmed. However, it was made by someone who was high up uh, on the uh, security chain and uh, and gave the report anonymously. Yes. We don't know who it was, uh, but uh, it, it talks about 
guillotines. It does. It does. And and the guillotines by the dozens and maybe the scores. Well, this report said there were 500 of them flown into Andrews Air Force Base um, on a C-17 military transport. 500 of them. And they are now at several bases, some in Texas and uh, yeah, and, and some it, and some in, in. It says there were 500 of them on this flight alone, uh, and there are approximately uh, 12 or 13 other military bases inside the continental United States that also have these stored in either uh, that kind of quantity or greater. In other words, <laughs> 500 or greater. Excuse me. So uh, the question, I guess, would have to be, why do we have them on U.S. soil to begin with? Number two, why are they at military bases? And uh, number three, what would we be doing with them if we were if they were ever used? I mean, okay, what are we doing? Planning to cut cantaloupe for? That, the entire world, or yeah, what? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't think so. We already have machines to chop wood. We've got that. I mean, right. yeah. So, and I'm, we're not being lighthearted here. No, we're not. I mean, but and and we're not bringing up something that wasn't in the scriptures, folks. That's right. That Revelation chapter four, I mean, chapter twenty, verse four, clearly states that there were people who were beheaded. For the witness of Jesus. That's right. Now, either this is coming, or you can take your Bible, put it on a shelf someplace, and don't ever read it again. Right. But I'm going to tell you something. You better stay in it. Yeah, you better. And you better. Now, especially with Christian persecution being ramped up the way it is these oh, days. And it's getting, it's going to get worse. Oh, it's getting far worse. Yeah. So, uh, and we're not doing this to scare you. It's just, I'm telling you, it's happening. Uh, so you better be ready. You better believe in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior and mean it because God knows whether you do or not. That's right. And and so because these were people who were beheaded. Yeah. Somebody said in this report that, that the beheading was uh, was the nicest way to execute because it was painless. Well, yeah. Okay, so wait. So let me ask you this: Do you ever talk to someone who's been beheaded? <laughs> I don't think no, that'd be possible. I don't, think they, I don't think they can tell you whether yeah, it's painless. They're not going to be able to tell you what the experience was like. That's right. Yeah. And ostensibly, part of the purpose to execute people this way is because the organs of the body stay alive for a period of time. And they can be harvested. That's right. For use. Yep. Okay. That's enough of that. And it said here that these people uh, will live and reign with Christ a thousand years. And let's go to Revelation chapter 20, verse 5. And the rest of the dead <coughs> lived not again until the thousand years were finished. So apparently there's going to be death in the millennium. Evidently. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection. On such the second death hath 
no power. But they shall be priests of God and of Christ and shall reign with him a thousand years. And so, folks, we as believers, uh, when we return with the Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're large and in charge, baby. We are large and in charge. <laughs> Who taught you to talk that way? I don't remember. Military. Right? He, he's my son, but don't blame me. <laughs> okay. And then it says, okay, and the rest of the dead live not again until the thousand years were finished. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection. On such the second death hath no power. Yeah. You don't ever have to worry about dying again and even that you won't even age wow you'll be eternal wow and they shall be priests of god and christ and shall reign with him a thousand years and when the thousand years are expired this is verse seven verse seven pay careful attention to this because here comes the second war remember uh, we told you that there are two wars Armageddon. after the return of Jesus Christ. The first one is Armageddon. Mm -hmm. You betcha. And, uh, but there's, there's coming another one. It says, and when you, you notice these chronological words, yep. they teach you very much. If you'll Quite follow them carefully when you're in your own personal study, remember in verse three, it says until a thousand years should be fulfilled. That's right. And then the words, after that, right. Satan must be loosed a little season. And they lived with, with Christ a thousand years. Mm -hmm. And now it says here, and when. Yeah. And when the thousand years are expired, Satan shall be loosed out of his prison. Why? If you'll let me get to verse 8, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> We're there. We're there. Read We're there. it. Okay, read, read it. it. Okay. And shall go out. This is Satan. And shall go out to, to deceive the nations were in the uh, which are in the four quarters of the earth. Oh, my goodness. That, that's all-encompassing. Gog and Magog. And to gather them. There's that word gather again. And to gather them together to battle. Again? The number of whom is as the sand of the sea. So there's going to be death and births during the millennium. Wow. Isn't that something? Well, um, you'll see uh, uh, they shall go out to deceive the nations. And, they, and you'll see the words Gog and Magog. And the first time you see these two words in the Bible are in Ezekiel 38, That's right. which, which talks about the great battle. That's right. After Israel is in the land, after Christ has returned, yep. and Gog and Magog will get together and march against Israel, and God shall just wipe them out. Yep. And that's this battle is this referred to in Ezekiel 38, and you'll see it in verse 2, and it goes through 39. By the way, that battle was so great and so massive uh, and, and so bloody that it took it's going to take seven years i mean months seven to bury the dead to bury the dead 
And of course, the vultures will take care of the rest of it. Yeah. Anyway. So he'll go out to deceive the nations and Gog and Magog and, and he'll, they'll, uh, Satan will gather them together to battle. And then it says, and they went up on the breadth of the earth and compassed the camp of the saints. Where's that going to be? Jerusalem. It will be, it will be uh, that land in the millennial earth. And it probably will be the capital, which is going to be Jerusalem, Jerusalem. where Jesus Christ rightfully reigns That's right. in the capital city of his elect nation, That's right. Israel. That's right. And they, and, and they went, went up on the breadth of the earth, compassed the camp of the saints about, and the beloved city, and look what happened. And fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. Amen. Yeah. My goodness. What a blaze that must have been. Oh, you know it. And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are and shall be tormented day and night forever. And here's the wonderful chronological words forever and ever. Wow. And from this point on, from the end point of the millennial reign of Jesus Christ, and that great battle where Satan is loosed for a little season and gathered all of the sinners who, didn't re they were re who rejected Jesus Christ during the millennium. Christ devour devoured them with fire. How fitting. Well, this is interesting. We're still in Revelation chapter 20. We're not done. With no. prophetic things. No. Because there's coming another day of judgment. Yeah. There are two great judgments concerning people, um, corporate peoples. Right. The saved will be judged at the great white, excuse me, at yeah. the judgment seat of Christ. Right. And the lost will be judged at the great white throne. throne and who is sitting there curtis wow the lord you jesus christ that's right crucified <laughs> buried risen again and ascending to heaven and coming again and he's here now forever Amen. and he's sitting on a white throne let's read the verses revelation 20 verse 11 and I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away. There was found no place for them. Wow. If you're not saved. Yeah. You've got nothing to do with eternity on earth in paradise. There's no place for you. Right. Your place is in heaven. And, and I mean, excuse me, your place is not in heaven and it will be in the lake of fire forever and ever uh, with your good buddy, Satan, 
the old uh, serpent, uh, the dragon, the devil. Yeah. And it says in verse 12, chapter 20, And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were open. Remember, we talked about this in our last yeah. session. Uh, notice that the books is plural. The books were open. And another book, singular, was open, which is the book of life. And the judge and the dead were judged out of those things which were uh, written in the books according to their works. So the books are, are books of works. Here's what you did. Yeah. Now understand, you cannot do any righteous work until you first believe. Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him for righteousness. That's right. Four times the scripture says that. That's and so, unbelievers, if you think you're doing good works, no. They are a stench in the nostrils of God. Yeah. Yeah. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it. And death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. That pretty much covers the whole Shemir case, doesn't I it? I believe it does. Yeah. The whole bunch of them. And they were judged every man according to their works. Why are they judged according to their works? Because they already have received the judgment for their lack of faith. That's right. These are being resurrected and given bodies which will feel pain, and then they're judged for their works that they did mm -hmm. during their lives here on earth. Mm -hmm. By the way, I think there's going to be degrees of punishment in hell. Oh, punishment for sure. I'm not sure of that, and the Bible doesn't tell me that. But they'll be judged according to their works, Believers are going to be judged according to their works, and some of those will be burned. That's that's an, that's, that, that's inferring a, a yeah different levels of and so I don't know, and I don't know how God's going to administrate that. I'm not told. Right. And it says, and death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. Now remember, in our last chapter, chapter uh, uh, last a few verses in chapter twenty, it said. Uh, you don't have to worry about the second death. That's right. It's not for you. The second death is only for those who rejected God and his son, Jesus Christ. Yeah. When they had a chance. And here's where the chance came in. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of of fire. Now, my name is in the book of life because I'm a believer in Jesus Christ. Yes. Curtis, I am absolutely certain from your testimony that your name's in the book of life. Amen. My wife is sitting here to my right, and there's no one that deserves the book of life. And if there was, it should be her. But She's in the book of life Amen. because she's a believer in the Amen. Lord Jesus Christ. We don't have to worry about those other books that were opened. That's right. Now let's take. Now we taught. We had a, a a lesson on the book of life previously. Yes, we did. The book of life was written before in eternity. Let's call it any eternity past. Yeah, before time even began. Before time began, God existed. 
because it says in Acts chapter 15, 18, and you can understand so many things if you'll keep this verse in your memory. For known unto God are all his works from the beginning. That would include the Lamb's book of life. Right. Now, I believe everybody's name was in there. Yep. To begin with. Because God knew every name that was ever of every person that was ever going to be born. And everyone that reached the age of accountability, and God knows that too, by the way. Yes that did not receive Jesus Christ as Savior, right. their part is a lake of fire, the second death. That's right. Okay. Whosoever was not found written in the book of life. Well, Dick, if it was already written, was my name in there? Uh, well, if you're, even if you're lost, your name was in there. Yeah. Because there are at least, and I've, I've counted them, there are at least a dozen times mm -hmm. uh, in the Bible that talks about uh, names being blotted out of the book which thou hast written. And Moses himself said, if you're not going to do this for the children of Israel, That's blot my name out of the book which thou hast written. Which thou hast written. So and Jesus Moses said, knew yeah. the book. And God said to him, I will not blot out thy name yeah. out of the book which I have written. Right. How much sense does it make? I mean, it just makes perfect sense. Yeah. The book was already written, yeah. but there are blottings that are still occurring, possibly. Or maybe the blottings had already occurred because God knew. Well, it, it, yeah. So yeah. why was the book of life shown to them? To show that they were always going to, they had always been given an opportunity. And that's the reason, Curtis. Everybody has a shot at salvation. That's right. Titus 2 verse 11 says, For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath, mm -hmm. past perfect tense, mm -hmm. hath appeared unto all men. Not all kinds of men. Uh, not all people that were born in a Christian home. Not all baptized men. No, it appeared to everybody. Everybody. That's right. And the book of Romans, chapter 1, verse 17, talks about the wrath of God that bringeth, uh, for the wrath of God uh, is revealed from heaven against all unrighteousness of man uh, who hold the truth in unrighteousness. That's right. That's now, and it says, because that which may be known of God, that's Romans 1, 18, says that which may be known of God is manifest in them. Believer, Unbeliever, you both have been born with what some theologians call the format of faith. Mm -hmm. It's there. Mm -hmm. We're hardwired to know that God is there. And people, if the heavens declare the glory of God, Romans right. chapter 19, uh, verses 1 and following says that. Uh, the heavens declare the glory of God. The firmament showeth forth his handiwork. Day into day, and night into night, it's shown unto men. People, all they have to do is look up and see a moon, a full moon uh, this week, and next week it's a half moon, and then the week after that is a quarter moon. Who's doing that? Yeah. That, oh, is that an accident? No, oh. it isn't. That's God saying, I'm still here. I'm in control. And so everybody has a shot at it. So there is no excuse.
no excuse. And that's why the that's why the Lamb's Book of Life was being shown unto them. Now I'm going to read a few verses. That's the end of chapter 20, uh, and and we could have done more, uh, but uh, I'm telling you, I'm I'm so eager to get into chapters 21 and 22, <laughs> I can hardly stand it. It's We've been be talking good. about judgments and wars, oh, and 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 uh, I know it isn't pleasant, no, but but the pleasant thing about it is. You're not going to die in this separate war if you're saved. That's right. You're not going to die in either one of those. That's right. Nope. You're going to be on the winning side. That's, amen. You betcha. Jesus, the general, Jesus, the king, Jesus, the judge. That's He's right. in charge of the whole shebang. That's now, right. that's not a theological word, but you get what I mean. Neither is schmear case, but you <laughs> use that all the time. I know. I know. I would ask for forgiveness, but I'm not sorry. <laughs> okay, let's begin, and we'll read just the first couple of verses of, of Revelation chapter 21. And um, my son is holding up five fingers, which means I have five fingers left. I, oh, five yeah, minutes yeah, left. Yeah, five yeah, minutes five left. Fingers left. Okay, so. What happened to the other five? By the way, you can laugh. With us, if you'd like, or because yeah, we like okay. that. Yeah, okay. We're, we're going to from time to time. <clears throat> okay. Now, it says here in Revelation chapter 21, and I saw, now there are four new things that John the Apostle saw. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. Think about that. Mm -hmm. Does that mean the earth is no longer round? Well, we'll talk about that. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem. That's the third new thing. Uh, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he shall dwell in them, and they shall be his people. And God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, <laughs> for these words are true and faithful. Now I'm going to stop there. With regards to the new heavens and the new earth, um, I want you to know that uh, that was prophesied in Isaiah 65, verse 17. It was prophesied in 2 Peter chapter 3. Verses ten through thirteen, it's coming. it's coming. These are things that are prophesied, and and Jesus said in uh, uh, Revelation twenty one six, and He said unto me, "It is done." Yeah. And for this episode, we are done. Thanks for listening. We again plead with you: believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved. Amen. Seeing that these things are going to come to pass, what manner of persons ought we to be? The first part of that manner of persons is to be a believer, 
a son of God by grace through faith. And you can do that now. Won't you please? Let's close with prayer. Father, thank you again for this privilege. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for your love, mercy, and grace. Thank you for your holy word. Thank you for your Holy Spirit that you've given uh, to dwell in us, to lead us and guide us into all truth. Um, we uh, we do thank you for uh, the privilege and pleasure to, to ask people to come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ all over this country and in many foreign countries. It, it astounds us, and we thank you for it. Help us to stay humble and to be honest and to stay right at the work until Jesus comes. Please receive Jesus Christ as your Savior, unbeliever. We're praying these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Wow. Thank you, Pastor, for another scintillating hour. And, I, and when I say scintillating, I'm understating it. And uh, we thank you, uh, precious listeners, for being with us today. And we hope that you are indeed receiving a blessing for doing so. We are real short of time, so we've got to cut this uh, uh, transmission for now. So uh, be sure you're with us Tuesday as we continue uh, toward the finish of the book of Revelation. And what a grand finish it is, isn't it, Pastor? Amen. All right. On that note, this is the Christian Underground News Network signing off until we see you Tuesday. Goodbye and God bless. Good morning and welcome to another exciting episode of the Christian Underground News Network where we are facing today's headlines without fear, uh, but in a spirit of love, power, and a sound mind. Thank you for joining us today. We are so happy that you're with us today. Uh, we'd like to begin this uh, hour-long podcast, which will be in two parts, uh, 30 minutes at a time. So when you see part one and part two, uh, make sure that you, you get both. Uh, you'll want to hear everything that, that's coming out today for sure. It's going to be very interesting. Uh, but we want to give a shout out to uh, all of our listeners here in the continental United States. Uh, we are being listened to, as far as we can tell through our current platform, about 30 U.S. states and eight foreign countries across this globe. Uh, we are very thankful for our audience, and, and we are very blessed to know that, uh, that you're listening in and hopefully receiving a blessing from tuning in every episode. So thank you for being here. Uh, tell your friends. Tell your neighbors. Uh, we, we are here for you, for you. And we are here to serve our Lord Jesus Christ and get his word to you. Uh, uh, this is, of course, your host, Kurt Chamberlain, along with your, uh, along with your co-host, Pastor Dick Chamberlain. And uh, we are glad you're here as we continue our continuing study of the book of Revelation. Uh, we are currently in chapter 20, but I believe, Pastor, uh, we, we discussed this, and you're going to do a, a very brief review of chapter 19, 
for some very poignant reasons. And then we're going to delve back into 20 and maybe possibly get to 21. I don't know. Uh, but we'll play it by ear. And uh, with all that being said, uh, I'm going to hand it over to Pastor Dick Chamberlain. There you are, Pastor. Well, thank you once again, Curtis. Uh, um, thank you for the introduction. And uh, we're awestruck by how many listeners that we have. Uh, we've only been on the air for maybe five months, and yeah. and uh, and we're going to do this until Jesus comes. Amen. And so, and speaking of Jesus coming, yeah. Um, let's let's turn in your Bibles to um, um, Revelation 19. Now we've been through that. Um, but we have some local listeners that know Curtis and, <laughs> and they, they know me personally uh, yes. and on a very personal basis. And, yep. and one of them uh, texted Curtis and wanted to know something about uh, chapter 19, verse 19. And all right, Becky, listen up. Listen up, Becky. This is, <laughs> this is for you. Okay. And uh, verse 19 says, and, and, and by the way, uh, Jesus uh, has returned. Um, and these are the things that are following this. And verse 19 says, and I saw the beast and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to make war against him that sat on the horse and against his army. Now, the question from, uh, from our listener was that, uh, that how are these gathered? Why were they gathered? And uh, and, the, and how did the Antichrist get them gathered? Did he did he lie to them to get every <laughs> army of every nation gathered together in one place? That's well, never that, happened before. That, that, that's a good question. That's yeah, not, yeah, yeah. But but we do have some scriptural answers. Yeah, I think the the pointed question was: Do these armies know that it's Jesus Christ that they're going to be fighting? <laughs> Or have they been lied to and told it was a, maybe a, an alien invasion or something? Well, uh, they they saw Jesus Christ come back. Aha! Could that be part of our answer? That's part of our answer. Okay, Pastor. But but let's let's go back to the uh, Gospel of Luke okay. to help Becky with her answer. By the way, Becky has researched and she's come up with four or five oh, different verses oh, that I refer think, I think more to this. That. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to give them all to you, but we'll give you uh, some that are pertinent because Absolutely. we do have some time constraints and, and the rapture might occur before we get a chance to tell you these things. <laughs> so uh, we're going to go to Luke chapter 18, um, yeah. verse 8. Now, all of the Gospels refer to the second coming of Jesus Christ. They do. I'm not going to give you all the scriptures right now. But all, all of the Gospels refer to it. The Apostle Paul refers to it frequently. Um, and so in, in Luke chapter 18, Jesus is, uh, uh, is giving a parable about a widow. Um, and uh, he, he said, and, and, um, and let me begin reading with verse 6 of chapter 18. And the Lord said, hear what the unjust judge saith. And shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him, though he bear long with them? Mm -hmm. And this is Jesus speaking. And he says, and I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Now that's going to happen. 
Absolutely. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, now he's talking about his return to earth. That's right. He said, nevertheless, and I can tell you why, because the next part of that sentence tells you, it says, nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on earth? Wow, what a question. And it's primarily a rhetorical, a rhetorical question. question. And the answer is, because he already knows. <laughs> because he already knows that he won't. And, and he, when, when he comes back, he says, when he comes back, will he find faith on the earth rhetorically? Uh, so when he comes back, that's, we, we don't, when he comes back to earth, that's not the rapture. That's post rapture. Yeah. That's when the that saints will come back with, with him, him and he comes back to the earth, earth for Armageddon. For the battle that's talk, that we're talking okay. about in chapter 19. Okay. Now, now, how in the world can the Antichrist gather such an army? How, how is this possible? Yeah. We don't know how long it takes. We're, yeah. not given a, we're not given a time element. It's not specified. But I can tell you this, that here's why in the book of 2 Thessalonians uh, chapter 2, it talks about the Antichrist. Mm -hmm. Verse 7, it says, For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Mm -hmm. So Satan's already at work, yep. gathering an army, if you will. That's right. Only he who now letteth or hinders will let until he be taken out of the way. Speaking of the Lord, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. And so, and then the Holy Spirit will go when the church. Goes. Wow. Think about that, folks. Wow. Okay. For the and, and it says, and then verse eight of Second Thessalonians chapter two, and then when is that? After the rapture. After the rapture yep. Shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of His mouth? Oh, mm -hmm. Jesus' weapon yep. is His word. That's right. Yep. And, and and he shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming, even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. Wow. And for this cause... This is verse 11. Yep. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. Oh, what lie might that be? And, and they, that they all might be damned who believed not the truth, but had ple treasure, a pleasure in unrighteousness. Oh. Well, let me oh tell you goodness. this. Let me tell you this. The Great Commission is being fulfilled even as we speak. We're helping doing it. We are. Going into all the world and preach the gospel, every creature. That's right. That's that's what we're doing. Yes. And by the way, uh, there's nobody that doesn't know that this is the truth. Right. It's just that they don't believe it. Right. And so God already knows. And in Revel and, and who's going to be here on earth? 
Uh, what do you read, church? <laughs> well, the, the, the church is going to be gone. The church is going to be gone, and the church will come back with him. And yeah. Israel is here. And by the way, the tribulation period, which we've talked about, mm -hmm. is seven years of judgment upon uh, the nation of Israel. Right. And so at the end of that tribulation, mm -hmm. that seven-year period, mm -hmm. Jesus comes directly to earth visible all believers are gone though but they'll come back with him yes so the armies that are here gathered to fight against christ at his second coming they have to be aware don't they they have of they, who it is sure and, and they're and they're still thumbing their noses at the lord jesus christ yeah i mean i think when God we talked home. about this the other night pastor i ask you i ask you i think could could humankind at that time be a, so arrogant as to believe that they could actually defeat the creator and of the, the universe? And the the answer is yes, it's possible and it's probable and it's it's a dead a lead pipe cinch because yeah. they shall believe yeah. a lie. A lie. Mm -hmm. Now mm -hmm. let's go back to Revelation nineteen. So the lie could be, we'll beat him. We can do this. Yeah, we, we, can, we can win this. We can win this. There's more of us than there is him. Oh, and by the way, man. there are more lost people than there are saved people, wow. whether we like it or not. Yeah, no, And true. God says, have I any pleasure in the death of the wicked? As I live, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked. And he doesn't have pleasure. But anyway... It says, it says here in, in uh, Revelation chapter 19, I'll begin reading um, uh, after Jesus comes and he's, uh, he's got uh, uh, on his name, on his thigh, a name written King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And verse 17 says, And I saw an angel standing in the sun, and he cried with a loud voice, saying to all the fowls that fly in the midst of heaven, Come and gather yourselves together under the supper of the great God. Now, what are the fowls of the air going to eat? Mm -hmm. Just the thing that they've always eaten, mm -hmm. flesh. Yep. This is going to be a massacre. Mm -hmm. That they may, oh, these fowls, that they may eat the flesh of kings and the flesh of captains and the flesh of mighty men and the flesh of horses and them that sit on them and on the flesh of all men, both free and bond, both small and great. Wow. That's rather all-inclusive, isn't it? Sounds like it. And I saw the beast and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together. Now, we don't know how long a time it was for the Lord to return visibly. No. And for these armies to be gathered together, but they come from all over the earth. That's right. And and so uh, and they gathered together to make war against him that sat on the horse and against his army. So it's it's absolutely against Jesus Christ and the saved of the earth. And here's what happened. And the by the way, this scripture doesn't mention Satan or the serpent. It's the beast and the false prophet. That's right. Because That's right. they were the ministers of Satan on the earth. 
Yeah. Okay. That's correct. correct. And the beast was taken, and with him the false prophet that wrought miracles before him, with which he deceived them that had received the mark of the beast, and them that worshipped his image. These both were cast alive into a lake of fire, burning with burning with brimstone, with fire, burning with brimstone. It's so, so they're gone. They're gone. And it says, and the remnant were slain. Those left the beast and false prophet. Now their leadership is gone. Goodbye. And now here's the Lord. And it says, and the remnant were slain with the sword of him that sat upon the horse, which sword proceedeth out of his mouth. And all the fowls were filled with their flesh. That's kind of final, isn't it? It sounds final to me. But that's only the first of two wars that are prophesied. But wait, there's more? Yes, we're going to see in Revelation chapter 20 at the end of it that there's going to be another horrendous war. What? Yep. Wait a minute. You're telling me that Christ comes back and he defeats the beast and the false prophet and he binds Satan, doesn't he, at the end of that? Uh, you're getting a little ahead oh, of me. okay. All right. I don't but, know but, but yes, that's that's what he does. Okay. And that signals the beginning of his millennial reign. So mm-hmm. let, let's let's go back, Curtis, and do a review of, of the prophetic events in their order. Okay. All right, so that we can understand this better. Okay. The next prophetic event on God's calendar is the rapture of the church. That's right. Believers that are alive at that time and believers who have gone um, in, in their soul to be with the Lord and they'll receive right. new bodies. Right. That rapture is talked about, as we said, in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 mm-hmm. and 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Right. That's the rapture of the church. Bye-bye believers. Kiss us goodbye, folks. We're gone. We're out of here. Yeah. And we'll be with Christ. The next event in the prophetic calendar is the Jews... God's elect nation will be regathered into Israel. And if you'll read Ezekiel chapter 35 through 39, you'll see that regathering. Prompted by the occurrence of the rapture. Probably because the Jews require a sign. And that's a big one. Yes, sir. That'll be a huge sign. So what? Billions of people left? And, And... yeah. Where did they go? Yeah. Well, then they'll, they'll go. They'll go. Yeah. And, and so, so there's the rapture of the church. There's the regathering of Israel. Yep. And they'll be totally in the land. Yep. That's right. Okay. And then there will be the tribulation period. Right. A period of seven years. Mm. And that will be retribution against his elect nation, Israel. Right. After the tribulation will come the return of Jesus Christ to the earth. Which is the battle of Armageddon. 
which is the battle of Armageddon. Mm -hmm. After which Satan is bound and the thousand year reign on earth of Jesus Christ will begin. And that's the beginning. The moment that Satan is bound for a thousand years. Yep. The millennial reign of Christ on earth. Right. Begins. That's where it there begins. Now, during that millennial reign, there will be sin on earth because there will be particularly uh, people from the elect nation Israel mm-hmm. will go into the tribulation. I mean, go into the millennium alive. That's right. As human beings. Right. Unresurrected. Right. The book of Romans talks about that in chapter 11 of the book of Romans. Um, And it's quite clear, uh, even though um, probably this will bring some scoffing. I I don't know. I'm just going to give you this scripture, Romans chapter 11. Um, it, It says this. Let's begin reading that uh, that verse of scripture in, um, it, it, let's say this, uh, 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 for verse 25. Okay. Chapter 11 says, For I would not, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery, lest ye should be wise in your own conceits, that blindness in part is happened to Israel mm. until the fullness of the the Gentiles Gentiles. become in. And that, folks, is the rapture of the church. That's right. And then look what's going to happen. And so all, that's Uh A-L-L, that's not an italicized word. That's actually in the original manuscripts. And so all Israel shall be saved, Uh as it is written, there shall come out of Zion the deliverer. That's right. The Lord Jesus Christ, and shall turn away ungodliness from Jacob, for this is my covenant unto them. And when I shall take away their sins. As concerning the gospel, they're enemies for your sakes, but as touching the election. They are beloved for the Father's sakes. For the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. Okay. And so, after the millennium, and we'll get to this in our chapter 20, um, after the millennium, (coughs) pardon me, after the millennium, uh, Satan will be loosed for a little season. At the end of Christ's thousand-year reign on earth. Yeah. He'll well, be loosed. And and, and will, will Christ still be here, or is he he's, going? He's still going to be the king. Okay. Reigning from Jerusalem on his throne. Okay. And the temple will be there. And Ezekiel the chapter 40. Yeah, Ezekiel ah. chapter 40 talks about that. So... Uh, and and that's it. And we're saying that because there's going to be come, come a time, and we'll get to it on our oh, future yeah. verses, oh, yeah. that there is no temple. That's right. Because the Lord God and his Son are the temple thereof. Isn't that amazing? And, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, uh, so 
let's wow. let's uh, so the reign of Jesus Christ uh, for a thousand years, and and then there's another war at the end of the millennium, mm-hmm. and and then and, and of course we win. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, Very it, clearly. It, yeah, and then and then there's a there's a huge mess of dead people laying there, and it's going to take the fowls seven years, mm. and the people of Israel will be burying them yeah. for seven months, according to the wow. book of Isaiah. Can you imagine that? That was really a slaughter, and that's the end of it. And that's the end of it. What happens then? Oh boy, in Revelation chapter twenty-one. And I can hardly wait to get there. There will be seven, or excuse me, four, four new things. And you're just <laughs> laughing for joy, aren't you? Yeah. Isn't this fun? Well, yeah, it's 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 wonderful. The word of God is wonderful. Yeah. And so let's begin reading um, chapter 20. And and I might be able to finish this in the time allotted. Well, we have seven minutes left in this segment. Okay, you tell me when, when I got 30 seconds left, okay? I, I will. All right, you, and you then will. we'll kind of end it, and then we'll begin the next seg- segment a- a- within within minutes afterwards. Absolutely. Okay, so stick with us, please. And I, Revelation chapter 20, And I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the key of the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. Now, remember, during that last war in, in chapter 19, uh, Satan is not mentioned. The serpent is not mentioned. The dragon is not mentioned. That's right. But now guess what? Here's the mention. <laughs> and he laid hold on, the, by the way, he had a great chain. <laughs> yeah. 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 You, uh, we're going to make sure that you're, you're bound for well, a thousand years. And, and then what's the old saying? Chains are either jewelry or not. <laughs> Chains are either jewelry or not. That's right. Who taught you that? We... I don't know. I think I just made it up. Yeah. Okay. And he <laughs> and he laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent. And by the way, where was the, where did we first see the serpent in the Garden in of the Eden, garden. where there was no sin? That's right. So God says we're taking care of that right now. Yeah, for good. He says, and he laid hold of the dragon, that old serpent, which is which is the devil, and Satan, and bound him a thousand years, and cast him into the bottomless pit, and shut him up, and set a seal upon him, that he should deceive the nations no more. Oh, wait a minute. There's more to that sentence. Deceive the nations no more, till. The thousand years should be fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And after that, you see these keywords still? And after that, after that, he must be loosed a little season. For a little season. So wait a minute. Wait a minute. He's bound for a thousand years during Christ's millennial reign. And then at the end of the thousand years, mm-hmm. Christ frees him from his abysmal prison for a short time in order to do what? Tempt the saints. Oh, no. He, 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 think, he, think, he thinks he can win. Not again. He may not even know that it was the Lord that loosed him. He may Maybe. think that I've escaped. 
And so he's going to gather together all of the people who never truly believed during the millennium. Book of Isaiah tells us the age of accountability in the millennial reign of Christ is 100 years. Wow. Wow. And, And it said... And it says here, and he um, in verse four. After that, he must be loosed a little season. And I saw thrones, and they that sat upon them, and judgment was given unto them. And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded. What? They were beheaded for the witness of Jesus. And for the word of God, which had not worshipped the beast, neither his image, neither had received his mark upon their foreheads or on their hands, and they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. And how many people do you suppose that was? All of the saved. The beheaded. Oh, dear. I don't know. Well, you know what? That might be something that we'd want to discuss in the next half hour. It might be. What do you think, Pastor? Well, I've been scratching my head over it for for years. Beheaded? Beheaded. The Romans used to behead people. Well, they sure did. Yeah. And and um, the French did it in the revolution. The French did it in, the, in, the, in their revolution. They beheaded. Of course, uh, the Romans did it with a chopping block and a large sword. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah a, a saber. And, and then... And and the French did it with a guillotine. With a guillotine. They chopped the heads off the head. Oh, you know what? We yeah, we need to discuss this in the next half hour. Okay. Because there might be some current headlines that might pertain to this. There might be. I'll tell you what, we're gonna take a brief break. Uh but come back and check us out for part two. I think you'll find some uh enlightening data about to come forth so please join us for the next half hour for right now we're going to take a brief break we'll be back in just a few minutes just a few minutes maybe even seconds absolutely good morning and welcome to another exciting episode of the christian underground news network where we are facing today's headlines without fear Uh, but in a spirit of love, power, and a sound mind. Thank you for joining us today. We are so happy that you're with us today. Uh, We'd like to begin this uh, hour-long podcast, which will be in two parts, uh, 30 minutes at a time. So when you see part one and part two, uh, make sure that you you get both. uh, you'll want to hear everything that, that's coming out today, for sure. It's going to be very interesting. Uh, but we want to give a shout-out to uh, all of our listeners here in the continental United States. Uh, we are being listened to, as far as we can tell, through our current platform, about 30 U.S. states and eight foreign countries across this globe. Uh, we are very thankful for our audience and and we are very blessed to know that uh, that you're listening in, 
and hopefully receiving a blessing from tuning in every episode. So thank you for being here. Uh, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, uh, we, we are here for you, for you. And we are here to serve our Lord Jesus Christ and get his word to you. Um, uh, this is, of course, your host, Kurt Chamberlain, along with your, uh, along with your co-host, Pastor Dick Chamberlain. And uh, we are glad you're here as we continue our continuing study of the book of Revelation. Uh, we are currently in chapter 20, but I believe, Pastor, uh, we, we discussed this, and you're going to do a, a very brief review of chapter 19 for some very poignant reasons. And then we're going to delve back into 20 and maybe possibly get to 21. I don't know, uh, but we'll play it by ear. And uh, with all that being said, uh, I'm going to hand it over to Pastor Dick Chamberlain. There you are, Pastor. Well, thank you once again, Curtis. Uh, um, thank you for the introduction. And uh, we're awestruck by how many listeners that we have uh, we've only been on the air for maybe five months, and yeah. and uh, and we're going to do this until Jesus comes. Amen. And so, and speaking of Jesus coming, yeah. Um, let's let's turn in your Bibles to um, um, Revelation 19. Now we've been through that, um, but we have some local listeners that know Curtis, and, <laughs> and they, they know me personally, uh, yes. and on a very personal basis, and. Yep. And one of them uh, texted Curtis and wanted to know something about uh, chapter 19, verse 19. And All right, Becky, listen up. Listen up, Becky. This is, <laughs> this is for you. Okay. And uh, verse 19 says, and, and, and by the way, uh, Jesus uh, has returned. Um, and these are the things that are following this. And verse 19 says, And I saw the beast and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to make war against him that sat on the horse and against his army. Now, the question from, uh, from our listener was that, uh, that how were these gathered? Why were they gathered? And, uh, and did, how did the Antichrist get them gathered? Did he, did he lie to them to get them? Every army of every nation gathered together in one place. That's well, never that, happened before. That, that, that's a good question. That's yeah. Not, yeah. Yeah. But but we do have some scriptural answers. Yeah, I think the, the pointed question was, do these armies know that it's Jesus Christ that they're going to be fighting? Or have they been lied to and told it was a, maybe a, an alien invasion or something? Well, uh, they, they saw Jesus Christ come back. Aha, could that be part of our answer? That's part of our answer. Okay, Pastor. But but let's let's go back to the uh, Gospel of Luke okay. to help Becky with her answer. By the way, Becky has researched and she's come up with four or five oh, different verses well, that refer I think, I think more to this. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to give them all to you, but we'll give you uh, some that are pertinent because Absolutely. we do have some time constraints and, and the rapture might occur before we get a chance to tell you these things. <laughs> it might. So... Uh, we're going to go to Luke chapter 18, um, yeah. verse 8. Now, all of the Gospels refer to the second coming of Jesus Christ. They do. I'm not going to give you all the scriptures right now, 
but all all of the gospels refer to it. The apostle Paul refers to it frequently. Um, and so in, in Luke chapter 18, Jesus is, uh, uh, is giving a parable about a widow. Um, and uh, he, he said, and, and, um, and let me begin reading with verse six of chapter 18. And the Lord said, hear what the unjust judge saith, and shall not God avenge his own elect? which cry day and night unto him, though he bear long with them. And this is Jesus speaking. And he says, and I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Now that's going to happen. Absolutely. Nevertheless, when the son of man cometh, now he's talking about his return to earth. That's right. He said, nevertheless, and I can tell you why, because the next Part of that sentence tells you, it says, Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on earth? Wow, what a question. And it's primarily a rhetorical, a rhetorical question. question. And the answer is... Because he already knows. <laughs> because he already knows that he won't. And, and he, when, when he comes back, he says, when he comes back, will he find faith on the earth? Rhetorically. Uh so when he comes back, that's, we, we don't, when he comes back to earth, that's not the rapture. That's post rapture. Yeah. That's when the that saints will come back with, with him, him and he comes back to the earth, earth for Armageddon for the battle. It's talk that we're talking okay. about in chapter 19. Okay. Now, now how in the world can the antichrist gather such an army. How is this possible? Yeah. We don't know how long it takes. We're yeah. not given a we're not given a time element. It's not specified. But I can tell you this that here's why in the book of Second Thessalonians, uh, chapter two, it talks about the Antichrist. Mm -hmm. Verse seven, it says, For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Mm -hmm. So Satan's already at work. Gathering an army, if you will. That's right. Only he who now letteth or hinders will let until he be taken out of the way. Speaking of the Lord, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, and so and then the Holy Spirit will go when the church goes. Wow. Think about that, folks. Wow. Okay. For the and, and it says. And then, verse 8 of 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, and then, when is that? After the rapture. After the rapture yep. Shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth? Oh. Mm -hmm. Jesus' weapon yep. is his word. That's right. Yep. And, and, and he shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming, even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. Wow. And for this cause, uh -huh. this is verse 11, yep. and for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion mm -hmm. 
that they should believe a lie. Oh, what lie might that be? And and they that they all might be damned who believed not the truth, but had ple- treasure a pleasure in unrighteousness. Oh, well, let me tell you God. this. Let me tell you this. The Great Commission is being fulfilled, even as we speak. We're helping doing it. We are. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. That's right. That's that's what we're doing. Yes. And by the way, uh, there's nobody that doesn't know that this is the truth. Right. It's just that they don't believe it. Right. And so God already knows. And in Revel- and, and who's going to be here on earth uh, when he returns? <laughs> Well, the, the, the church is going to be gone. The church is going to be gone, and the church will come back with him. And yeah. Israel is here. And by the way, the tribulation period, which we've talked about, mm-hmm. is seven years of judgment upon uh, the nation of Israel. Right. And so at the end of that tribulation, mm-hmm. that seven-year period, mm-hmm. Jesus comes directly to earth, visible, all believers are gone, though. But they'll come back with him. Yes. So the armies that are here gathered to fight against Christ at his second coming, they have to be aware, don't they? They have. Of they, who it is. Sure. And, and, they're, and they're still thumbing their noses at the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean, I think when God we talked not. about this the other night, Pastor, I ask you, I ask you, I think, could could humankind at that time be so arrogant as to believe that they could actually defeat the creator and of the, the universe? And the the answer is yes, it's possible and it's probable and it's it's a dead a lead pipe cinch because yeah. they shall believe yeah. a lie. A lie. Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. let's go back to Revelation nineteen. So the lie could be, we'll beat him. We can do this. Yeah, we, we, can, we can win this. We can win this. Yeah, there's more of us than there is him. Oh, and by the way, man. there are more lost people than there are saved people. Wow. Whether we like it or not. Yeah, that was And true. God says, have I any pleasure in the death of the wicked? As I live, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked. And he doesn't have pleasure. But anyway... It says, it says here in, in uh, Revelation chapter 19, I'll begin reading um, uh, after Jesus comes and he's, uh, he's got uh, uh, on his name, on his thigh, a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And verse 17 says, And I saw an angel standing in the sun, and he cried with a loud voice, saying to all the fowls that fly in the midst of heaven, Come and gather yourselves together under the supper of the great God. Now, what are the fowls of the air going to eat? Just the thing that they've always eaten Mm -hmm. flesh. Yep. This is going to be a massacre Mm -hmm. that they may, these fowls that they may eat the flesh of Kings and the flesh of captains and the flesh of mighty men and the flesh of horses and them that sit on them and on the flesh of all men, both free and bond, both small and great. Wow. 
That's rather all-inclusive, isn't it? Sounds like it. And I saw the beast and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together. Now, we don't know how long a time it was for the Lord to return visibly and for these armies to be gathered together, but they come from all over the earth. That's right. And, And so... Uh, and they gathered together to make war against him that sat on the horse and against his army. So it's, it's absolutely against Jesus Christ and the saved of the earth. And here's what happened. And the by the way, this scripture doesn't mention Satan or the serpent. It's the beast and the false prophet. That's right. Because That's right. they were the ministers of Satan on the earth. Yeah, that's okay. correct. And the beast was taken, and with him the false prophet that wrought miracles before him, with which he deceived them that had received the mark of the beast, and them that worshipped his image. These both were cast alive into a lake of fire, burning with brimstone, burning with brimstone, with fire, burning with brimstone. It, it, it's so so they're gone, they're gone. And it says, and the remnant were slain. Those left, the beast and false prophet. Now their leadership is gone. Goodbye. And now here's the Lord. And it says, and the remnant were slain with the sword of him that sat upon the horse. Which sword proceedeth out of his mouth? And all the fowls. Will were filled with their flesh. That's kind of final, isn't it? It sounds final to me. But that's only the first of two wars oh, that are prophesied. But wait, there's more? Yes, we're going to see in Revelation chapter 20 at the end of it that there's going to be another horrendous war. What? Yep. Wait a minute. You're telling me that Christ comes back and he defeats the beast and the false prophet and he binds Satan, doesn't he, at the end of that? Uh, you're getting a little ahead oh, of me. Oh, okay. All right. I don't but, do but, that. but yes, that's, that's what he does. Okay. And that signals the beginning of his millennial reign. So mm-hmm. let, let's, let's go back, Curtis, and do a review of, of the prophetic events in their order. Okay. All right, so that we can understand this better. Okay. The next prophetic event on God's calendar is the rapture of the church. That's right. Believers that are alive at that time and believers who have gone um, in in their soul to be with the Lord and they'll receive new bodies. Right. That rapture is talked about, as we said, in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Right. That's the rapture of the church. Bye-bye, believers. Kiss us goodbye, folks. We're gone. We're out of here. And we'll be with Christ. The next event in the prophetic calendar is the Jews, God's elect nation, will be regathered into Israel. And if you'll read Ezekiel chapter 35 through 39, You'll see that regathering. Prompted by the occurrence of the rapture. Probably because the Jews required a sign. And that's a big one. 
Yes, sir. That'll be a huge sign. So what? Yeah. Billions of people left? And, 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 yeah. Where did they go? Yeah. Well, then they'll, they, they'll go. They'll go. Yeah. And, and so, so there's the rapture of the church. There's the regathering of Israel. And they'll be totally in the land. Yep, that's right. Okay. And then there will be the tribulation period. Right. A period of seven years. Mm -hmm. And that will be retribution against his elect nation, Israel. Right. After the tribulation will come the return of Jesus Christ to the earth. Which is the battle of Armageddon. Which is the battle of Armageddon. Mm -hmm. After which Satan is bound and the thousand year reign on earth of Jesus Christ begins. will begin. And right. that's the beginning. The moment that Satan is bound for a thousand years. Yep. The millennial reign of Christ on earth. Right. Begins. That's where it, there it begins. Now, during that millennial reign, there will be sin on earth because there will be particularly uh, people from the elect nation Israel mm -hmm. will go into the tribulation. I mean, go into the millennium alive. That's right. As human beings. Right. Unresurrected. Right. The book of Romans talks about that in chapter 11 of the book of Romans. Um, and it's quite clear uh, e even though um, probably this will bring some scoffing. I, I don't know. I'm just going to give you this scripture, Romans chapter 11. Uh, it, it says this. Let's begin reading that, uh, that verse of scripture in, um, it, it, let's say this, uh, 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 for Verse 25, okay. chapter 11 says, For I would not, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery, lest ye should be wise in your own conceits, that blindness in part is happened to Israel mm. until the fullness of the, the Gentiles, Gentiles be come in. And That's that, right. folks, is the rapture of the church. That's right. And then look what's going to happen. And so all... That's A-L-L. -L. Uh -huh. That's not an italicized word. That's actually in the original manuscripts. And so all Israel shall be saved. Uh -huh. As it is written, there shall come out of Zion the deliverer. That's right. The Lord Jesus Christ. And shall turn away ungodliness from Jacob. For this is my covenant unto them, and when I shall take away their sins. As concerning the gospel, they're enemies for your sakes, but as touching the election, they are beloved for the Father's sakes. Yeah. For the gifts and calling of God right. are without repentance. Okay, and so... After the millennium, and we'll get to this in our chapter 20. Um, after the millennium, 
pardon me, after the millennium, uh, Satan will be loosed for a little season. At the end of Christ's thousand year reign on earth. Yeah. He'll well, be loosed. And, and, and will, will Christ still be here or is he? He's, going? he's still going to be the king. Okay. Reigning from Jerusalem on his throne. Okay. And the temple will be there. And Ezekiel the chapter 40. Yeah. Ezekiel oh. chapter 40 talks about that. So, uh, and, and, and that's it. And we're saying that because there's going to be come, come a time and we'll get to it on our oh, future yeah. verses oh, yeah. that there is no temple. That's right. Because the Lord God and his son are the temple thereof. Isn't that amazing? And, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, uh, so let's, let's, uh, so the reign of Jesus Christ uh, for a thousand years. And, and then there's another war at the end of the millennium. Mm -hmm. And, and then, and, and of course we win. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Very it, clearly. It, yeah. And then, and then there's a, there's a huge mess of dead people laying there and it's going to take the fowls seven years mm. and the people of Israel will be burying them yeah. for seven months, according to the wow. book of Isaiah. Can you imagine that? That was really a slaughter and that's the end of it. And that's the end of it. What happens then? Oh boy. In Revelation chapter 21, and I can hardly wait to get there. There will be seven, or excuse me, four, four new things. And you're just <laughs> laughing for joy, aren't you? Yeah. Isn't this fun? Well, yeah, it's 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 wonderful. The word of God is wonderful. Yeah. And so let's begin reading um, chapter 20. And and I might be able to finish this in the time allotted. Well, we have seven minutes left in this segment. Okay, you tell me when, when I got 30 seconds left, okay? I, I will. All right, and Even then we'll kind of end it, and then we'll begin the next seg segment within, within minutes afterwards. Absolutely. Okay, so stick with us, please. And I, Revelation chapter 20, And I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the key of the bottomless pit, and a great chain in his hand. Now, remember, during that last war in, in chapter 19, uh, Satan is not mentioned. The serpent is not mentioned. The dragon is not mentioned. That's right. But now guess what? Here's the mention. <laughs> and he laid hold on, the, by the way, he had a great chain. <laughs> yeah. 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 You, uh, we're going to make sure that you're, you're bound for well, a thousand and, years. And, and then what's the old saying? Chains are either jewelry or not. <laughs> Change for either jewelry or not. That's right. Who taught you that? We... I don't know. I think I just made it up. Yeah. Okay. And he <laughs> and he laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent. And by the way, where was the, where did we first see the serpent in the Garden in of the Eden, garden. where there was no sin? That's right. So God says we're taking care of that right now. Yeah, for good. He Once says, and, and it laid hold the dragon, that old serpent, which is which is the devil, and Satan, and bound him a thousand years, yeah. and cast him into the bottomless pit, and shut him up, and set a seal upon him, that he should deceive the nations no more. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. There's more to that sentence. 
deceive the nations no more till the thousand years should be fulfilled. Mm -hmm. And after that, you see these keywords till and after that, after that, he must be loosed a little season. For a little season. So wait a minute. He's bound for a thousand years during Christ's millennial reign. And then at the end of the thousand years, Mm -hmm. Christ frees him from his abysmal prison for a short time in order to do what? Tempt the saints. Oh, no. He, he, he 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 thinks he can win. Not again. He may not even know that it was the Lord that loosed him. He may think that I've escaped. And so he's going to gather together all of the people who never truly believed during the millennium. Book of Isaiah tells us the age of accountability in the millennial reign of Christ is 100 years. Wow. Wow. And, And it said... And it says here, and he can, um, in verse four, after that he must be loosed a little season. And I saw thrones, and they that sat upon them, and ju- judgment was given unto them. And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded. What? They were beheaded for the witness of Jesus. And for the word of God, which had not worshipped the beast, neither his image, neither had received his mark upon their foreheads or on their hands, and they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. And how many people do you suppose that was? All of the saved. The beheaded. Oh, dear. I don't know. Well, you know what? That might be something that we'd want to discuss in the next half hour. It might be. What do you think, Pastor? Well, I've been scratching my head over it for for years. Beheaded? Beheaded. The Romans used to behead people. Well, they sure did. Yeah. And and um, the French did it in the revolution. The French did it in, the, in, the, in their revolution. They beheaded. Of course, uh, the Romans did it with a chopping block and a large sword. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, a saber. And, and then... And and the French did it with a guillotine. With a guillotine, they chopped the heads off the head. Oh, you know what? We yeah, we need to discuss this in the next half hour. Okay, because there might be some current headlines that might pertain to this. There might be. I'll tell you what. We're going to take a brief break, uh, but come back and check us out for part two. I think you'll find some uh, enlightening data about to come forth. So please join us for the next half hour. For right now, we're going to take a brief break. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Just a few minutes. Maybe even seconds. Absolutely.